Hi guys, and welcome back to Sisters Uncensored. I'm Jessica Hartridge, and I'm here with my lovely sisters, Charlotte and Alice, in memory of our amazing sister, Emily. We are also joined by Emily's close friend, Alana. Hi, Alana. Hi, Jess. Who's all the way over in Thailand? <laughs> no, we're pretending she's in... Who's all the way over the other table? <laughs> so we're eight episodes down, and we've reached the final instalment. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast will always be so special to us and your support means everything. After a lot of back and forth on how to end the series, we thought it would be hard to find another topic to follow grief and we wanted to end the series on a lighter note and a celebration to honour Emily. So we decided to hold one of her infamous Q&As. We asked our followers to send in whatever questions they wanted and we'll answer them being completely open and honest, as we have been throughout this whole podcast series, in true Emily style. I'm scared, but let's go. I'm petrified. <laughs> I was just worried about that one question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just cut to the chase, Alana. <laughs> We've all been dying to know. Can we start with that one? I don't know. Do we want to set the tone early? No, we yes, want to get to it. We can do all the fuck we want. Also, I might change my answer depending on... Which one shall we start with? Just... Well, you just said let's start from the beginning. So okay, should we start from the beginning? I think we should start with the sex position one because um, that is what we basically told people to ask. Yeah, I know. So they did. Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> how many times. people actually asked that question. Like, why are people so interested? Well, it was because that's what I said on my Instagram post. I was like, you can ask us anything yeah. from favourite sex position to favourite hobby. I'm interested and then... in yours, Alana, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we will start with that one. What is your favourite sex position? And we all have to answer it. Charlotte's looking at me with her beady little eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because mine's so boring. Don't say missionary. Yes. And, uh, no, okay, basically I'm a lazy bitch. So <laughs> just <laughs> anything, any position where I don't have to move that much is fine. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> I just so basically just I'm quite vanilla in terms of position wise. I think so. Yeah, really, just missionary is probably my, honestly my it's my all time favorite. I can't I can't make shit up. Don't ruin a good thing. But I do like other stuff too. Alice. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I probably would agree with the laziness. But mine is the spooning one. I like that one too. Yeah. So <laughs> is there a name for it? Uh, yeah, I actually had to Google it on the way here. Is it spooning? It's spooning. Yeah, <laughs> that is another that does fit with my hashtag lazy bitch as well. <laughs> so I don't mind that one either. <laughs> Alana, do you want to go next? Um, mine is the bucking bronco. <laughs> <laughs> are you joking? No. Is, are you sure it's not a fucking bronco? <laughs> are you serious? You've never heard of a bucking bronco? No. Well, yes, I, I have, have it. Not in a sexual way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At a kid's party. <laughs> no, obviously, that's a joke. I've never done a... <laughs> I'm going to go missionary with Charlotte. I mean, we're going to get married anyway. Are. Also, there, there, there's good rubbage in missionary, isn't there? There mm. is, and there's eye contact and stuff like that, which is quite yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't like looking at the back of someone's head, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with the mish. Okay, and that's three missionaries. <laughs> Oh, oh, Sorry, listeners. This is so boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I'm I'm on the missionary brigade. Hashtag lazy bitch. Hashtag lazy bitch. Yeah, it, it's also just the most effective way for me. So can't argue with that, huh? 
I would say maybe a more effective way for me is kind of on top, but I still really like the connection and the laziness. I, I get a bit hot and bothered on top as well. Yeah. And also the only <laughs> the only downside with missionary I find is I can't close my eyes to, uh, like mm. subtly whilst I'm thinking about other things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. We've started off strong, girls. Next question. What have you been up to over the last year? In a couple of sentences. Don't a daily drag update. Out. <laughs> uh, so I've just had a baby. So he's eight months old, called Casper. So my life has pretty much been taken up with him. His poos and puke and breastfeeding. <laughs> and Alice just had to express in the studio. In tissue, because yeah. I'm very unprepared. <laughs> First day without Casper. Charlotte? Um, my life hasn't changed a huge amount, still parenting my kids. Um, I do have a boyfriend now, which is quite a big change. And actually, you know, I'd love to be able to tell Emily about that, because she would have been really happy. Hinge finally paid off. Done it. Well, do you want more? I'm well, still I'm still vegan. I don't know if I've mentioned it. <laughs> Maybe a few hundred times. Alana? One of the main things has been the introduction of brain bodies. Like it's just been amazing to connect with all these, this community of amazing women. In the previous episode, Jess was saying how important it is to, to talk and having brain bodies has given me that outlet in order to be able to sort of like speak about my feelings where probably I've never really had that before. So yeah, a huge thing for me has been brain bodies. And you know, We've been going through a global epidemic, civil rights, sort of. <laughs> There's been a lot going on this year. So, yeah, it's been a wild one. My year hasn't been as wild. <laughs> I have just been living the London life, uh, except I'm currently unemployed and have been for, well, actually, since, I think since Emily. I haven't had a, I haven't had a permanent role. I attempt, but that ended and then yes coronavirus happened and spent the majority of time down in Cornwall with Alice Bertie and Casper which was lovely and yeah now I'm back in London just trying to find a job so yeah. if anyone knows of any roles <laughs> oh my God, this is not the purpose of this podcast She's I'm a PA a very strong CV a PA but she doesn't really like being asked to do stuff so <laughs> yeah you have moved in with Rob by the way oh yeah I've, li- I've moved that? in with my boyfriend. I think that's quite a big change. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you didn't mention it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I moved in with my boyfriend. The highlight of the year. Good enough? Yes. Okay, next question. What do we like doing and do we have any hobbies? Charlotte? I'm quite a simple soul. I, I enjoy hanging out with my friends, my family, my kids. I mainly like going to the pub. Does going to the pub count as a hobby? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so the, the pub is my hobby. Watching horror movies I like doing. Can I just say how much I love the fact that you're now a pub girl? I've always been a pub girl, haven't I? Yeah, but you're the girl who goes to the pub and orders a glass of wine. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alana, do you want to go next? What, what do you like to do? I love playing music. So not really to anybody, but I play piano and guitar. And for me, it's just really therapeutic. The downside is I can't really sing very well. But yeah, I love playing playing music and socialising, as Charlotte said. It is kind of a hobby because it just takes up so much time, doesn't it? If I could choose between reading a book for like seven hours or going out and hanging out with people, I'm always going to socialise. Okay, Alice? Uh, yeah, so I like going to the pub as well. That's kind of gen- the pub for some points. 
We're a pretty interesting bunch. Yeah. <laughs> we, we like find some um, missionary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I like going to restaurants, like trying new restaurants, because I like eating, as you probably would know from the other podcast. Uh, yeah, and I'm pretty similar to you, Al. And I just like going out, seeing friends, going to the pub, eating food, cooking, playing tennis. I love going down to the coast. That's my favourite thing to do. But that's it. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's answers for this one. Worst person you can imagine being stuck in an elevator with? Anyone got one springing to mind? Well, mine was a toss-up between... Donald Trump, Katie Hopkins, and Hitler. So couldn't quite decide. Oh, yeah, they're, they're good ones. Actually. Yeah, I'm just going to go for like all three of them would be a nightmare in a lift. But interesting too. Well, it depends how long you were stuck, <laughs> stuck in the lift for. I mean, it was a couple of hours versus like three days. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just going to throw a curveball. <laughs> you going to say what I was going to say? No. Okay. Alice came into this podcast room saying... I have no idea about the elevator question. As if it was like really taxing. Yeah. Really like is. Exam. <laughs> Seriously. I can think of I can think of one person, so I've gone with myself. Which I gave her. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> but it's true. I wouldn't like to be stuck and live with myself because I would panic the shit out. <laughs> and my own company is not the one in that situation. Fair enough. Clever. Shy, I'm dying to know what you have got. <laughs> Another curveball. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't find me in that lift in the first place, girls. <laughs> is so- I would be walking up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that is so clever. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Euro Disney? Were you too young? Do you remember the lift situation? It's like a room and the doors close and then we didn't know it was a lift, but it turns into a lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it goes down. And my mum gave us all a fear of lifts because she's, she would never take them. So, like, mums, we all started to freak out. and We, we didn't realise it was a lift. None of us went in lifts. We were crammed in. There was loads of people and we were all crying. And I remember, like, going, oh, we were all crying, looking up at mum and dad, being like, and, and she was like, Chris! <laughs> and we all had to She was like, stop the ride. And dad was like, I can't just stop the ride. <laughs> You, and it was like this, I just all remember us looking up at mum and dad being like, do something. <laughs> this is an interesting one. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you've done? <laughs> Alice is pointing herself, so. I'm fascinated Take to know. Mood. They would think you were lying. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Goody, goody. or or I'd been roped in and like it was a mistake and I wasn't actually involved because guys I am such a goody goody I would not go against the law they'd they'd be like are you sure that's not Jess (laughs) (laughs) yeah they'd think it was a mix up yeah Yeah, guys it just would not happen I'm telling you although I do break the speed limit sometimes (laughs) that's about as far as I go that's still legal (laughs) okay Charlotte I think it would probably be something like you'd think I would have broken into like an animal testing lab, yeah. like something animal rights related. Maybe I would have like got into a fight with like a, a hunter. Okay, Alana, what about you? Well, I've always had this fantasy of like robbing a bank dressed as a nun. <laughs> and I've told so many people about this over, over my lifetime that if... In, in the event that a bank was robbed by a nun, people would probably assume that it was me. <laughs> You're blowing your cover. No, I know. And I don't know why. It's like, 
obviously I wouldn't want to traumatize the bank staff, you know, and the customers. But for some reason, just the idea of robbing the bank, maybe it's all the films I've seen, like the heist films, but yeah, I, I'm not going to rob a bank, by the way. Disclaimer. <laughs> but I would love to. <laughs> what about what about me? Um I mean, it'd be something relating to booze. Yep. <laughs> Drunk and disorderly. Drunk, yeah. Pissing in the street. <laughs> yeah. I piss everywhere anyway, drunk or not. But yeah, it would be. Drunk and disorderly. That'd be my one. I've pissed in the street. Once I saw somebody I take a poo between two, <laughs> between two parked cars at the carnival. And I, honestly, I can't get that image out of my head. I saw a lady <laughs> shitting in Green Park and I've never been able to get that image. She just stood up. And just shout. <laughs> well, I can't get the image of you dressed up as a nun, Alana. So. <laughs> Sexy. Guess we're all going to suffer from this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've come to the best question now. We're all dying to know. We're sitting on the edge of our seats. Alana, snog, marry, avoid with us. Okay, guys, this has given me so much anxiety. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've tried to think about it strategically. I've tried to not think about it, overthink it. But yeah, it's taken a lot of my thought over the last few days. So just going to start with the obvious one, which is the marry. So obviously I'm going to marry Charlotte. She knew that. Which is probably no surprises. Similar ages, vegan. Charlotte's got kids, which actually I quite like the idea of somebody having kids. That doesn't put me off. So that's Charlotte, marry. We'll pick that one up later. Yeah, yeah. just let me know. Holla. So next, this was the conundrum, guys. This is the sleepless nights. I'm like, <laughs> how can I avoid one? Oh, my God. So firstly, I was going to say, what about if we had a three-way snog? That way nobody gets, <laughs> nobody has to be no, avoided. No, 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 no. <laughs> no more fucking curveballs. Okay. <laughs> also, you're not, you can't encourage incest. Okay. I thought you might say that. So then I did have to think about a definitive answer. So then I thought, okay, well, I'm not Jess's type anyway. So in that case, I'm actually going to choose to snog Jess <laughs> because we. I feel like I need to change her mind and bring her to the femme side. So nobody was expecting it, but I'm going to snog Jess. I'll still snog you out. Does it? Does it? <laughs> well, yeah, you can fuck off. <laughs> These lips are not touching yours. Don't you forget it. Uh, no, um, can I just say I also like boyish girls, so you're not my type anyway, babe. <laughs> Fine. Okay, let's just go for the three-way kiss. <laughs> but also, also, you're not a girly girl. But I thought you meant like really boyish, almost butchy. No, I would, I would, I would go for you, Alana. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Which is handy because I've already uh, decided, so we're going to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun. It was fun. Especially because I'm happily married. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, favourite restaurant or cuisine, what would your desert island meal be? Jess, why don't you take that one? Okay, Charlotte. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I mean, this is actually what I hate getting asked because then my mind, like, I love all kinds of food. But I would probably say favourite cuisine is Italian. My desert island meal would be, so prawn cocktail with crusty bread. And then a main would be, I think it would probably be seafood spaghetti with Parmesan cheese. Sorry, I know that's not traditional, but. And then pudding would be, 
this is hard. I don't have a huge sweet tooth, but I would probably say dark chocolate, like ganache style. Can I just say, I listened to the food episode and you said the exact same thing yeah. except you you said chicken milanese oh that's my other favorite one yes <laughs> like, i love how you've thought about it again you've come up with the exact i think you should yeah. just be set with these ones actually because i had a chicken <laughs> had a chicken kiev last night so i, I think i was I'm a bit fried chickened out but at least i'm consistent i know i'm impressed okay alice it is hard because we're foodies i think my favorite cuisine i think probably a japanese and then my desert island meal would be a shit load of crisps and hummus uh, with hot sauce. And uh, the main would be something like nostalgic. And I probably would say at the moment, maybe like a Chinese, like how I used to have it with like fried chicken balls, a whole pack of seaweed, rice, sweet and sour, just so much crap on a plate, but it's so good. And then for pudding, it would have to be like either like a crumble for nostalgic rhubarb crumble with custard. Yum. <laughs> Or a chocolate... I do love a chocolate mousse as well. Weird how none of your dishes were Japanese. I know, but I said it. I have to go for... Because I love all cuisine. Like, I'd love... Uh, Indian almost as good. I mean, Italian, you can't beat. It's a minefield because I love all food. Charlotte? <laughs> okay. I love an Indian takeaway. And that would probably also be what I'd have as my desert island meal. So we'd have, uh, like, vegan naan poppadoms, mango chutney, and like lots of little sides, like a dal, like chana masala, like all loads of bits. But if that's too much to have as a desert island meal, because that's quite a lot of variety, and I don't know if that's against the rules, I would probably have some kind of, yeah, like a, just a, I have to have something I wouldn't get sick of, so it would probably be a jack of potato with beans and hummus or something like that. I reckon I could eat that every single day, over and over and over again. Oh shit, I actually feel like I answered more death row. I can eat sweet sour chicken balls every day. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> but I won't go back. Like, can we just pretend mine was death row? Whatever. Alana? I just like all food. And so I feel like I, I would like a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely against the rules. But I'm allowing it. I just love a buffet because you can just pile up and all the weirdest things can go together that nobody would actually serve you. If I can't have a buffet, it's got to be something that has like avocados in there. Then for my main, <laughs> um, pasta has to be pasta. And I would just have pasta for dessert as well. I could eat pasta for breakfast, <laughs> lunch and dinner, to be honest. <laughs> Me too. Do you want to change your marriage question? <laughs> okay. Alana, I feel like this one's for you. I'm rubbing my hands. <laughs> <laughs> what things immediately put you off and make you swipe left on a dating app profile? Okay. Where shall I begin? So the first one is when somebody has got loads of photos of things that aren't actually them. So it's like a plate of pasta, for example. And it's like, okay, we all know what spaghetti bolognese looks like, but it's really right now more important to know what you look like. <laughs> so people that take photos of things that aren't them. So that's a bit like annoying. And when people take group, like loads of group photos. So then you're trying to figure out which person it actually is, which is quite time consuming. But then also sometimes <laughs> you hone in on one that you're attracted to, only to realise that's not the person's profile. And that's the friend. So yeah. Alice? What's the biggest surprise about being a parent? Um, I would say how I didn't realise how obsessed I would be about naps. 
<laughs> My God. I thought, ba- I mean, who said sleep like a baby? Some man, probably, because babies don't sleep that much. <laughs> Have you seen that meme that I think there's one saying, you know, I don't, I'm not going to sleep like a baby. I want to sleep like my husband. <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. I'm pretty sure I shared that when uh, the kids were young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm so obsessed with making sure Casper gets enough sleep in the day before he gets overtired and then apparently won't sleep all night or undertired. And he also won't sleep at night. Okay, thanks. Um, which sister is the most intense? Alana. (laughs) (laughs) Curveball. It's Alice, isn't it? (laughs) I'm going to say Jessica, because I just feel like you are quite, you're quite highly strung. Okay. Alice, what do you, who do do you think is most intense? (laughs) I I would say Charlotte, because sometimes I literally can't get a word in Edgeways. I really want to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I would probably say Charlotte too. And you probably know that just because I've quite often told you to shut the fuck up <laughs> in a nicer way than that. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I like this question. If you could click your fingers and be masterfully skilled at any one thing, what would it be? Alana? If I could click my fingers and be Serena Williams, that would suit me very nicely I I would just like to just constantly win grand slams like I think that would be that would be in my dream it could still happen (laughs) never say never I mean I'd need to start practicing tennis so it might not happen it might not happen (laughs) stop playing tennis (laughs) you'd need to buy a racket (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't have a racket actually that's true I'll teach you Alana don't worry that's such a rogue thing you don't even play tennis but you want to be so If you're that interested, why don't you play? (laughs) I do play. I just don't think I currently have a racket. (laughs) Okay. We look forward to the Instagram stories of you playing loads of tennis. (laughs) Look, stop taking the piss out of Alana. I would. I want to be a famous singer. Doesn't mean I'm singing all day. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And also, by the way, sorry, I do play tennis. (laughs) It's not just a complete fantasy. I used to bunk off school actually to go play tennis. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> it was worth it because you're really good now. Yeah, exactly. Because now you're a professional. that racket. <laughs> Dust off that racket. Okay, Charlotte, what would you want? What would you want? I honestly don't know. I, I like. I feel like I've might. I might turn this question a tiny bit around. And like, if I had like a superpower, for example, if I could click my fingers and uh, basically, I it kind of goes back to my hashtag lazy bitch like I really hate the process of getting out of bed like getting dressed putting my makeup on it's so boring because I do it so much so I'd really like to be able to click my fingers and basically like be completely styled and have my hair done and I hate washing my hair I hate doing anything like that but actually I like the look of when my hair is washed and I like wearing makeup so I'd just like to on this is quite a superficial one really isn't it but I would just like to save myself that time every day of like the point of when I wake up and I'm like oh I've got to get everything ready and get myself ready and I'd just like to be ready. Fair Tragic. Enough. That's a good one. It is good, but I mean, I've everything. I know, <laughs> but I haven't really given it much thought. I just, I've always said that I really hate, because I'm so lazy and I, and especially when you've got kids and then you just, it feels sometimes when they're younger, like the thought of having to get all of them dressed and me dressed and everything ready, sometimes it just feels like such an uphill struggle when I'm so tired and all I want is a fucking coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Al? Uh, so actually, mine was the same as Alana's, so I would say, not the tennis one, but the singing I just think being able to to be an amazing singer is so like 
if I if someone is amazing, if I'm watching them live, I fall in love with them. I'm the same. I mean, I'm already a you know all right tennis player. Okay, I'll do singer because I I I'm, I could I reckon I could improve myself enough to be a tennis champion. <laughs> no, not like no. <laughs> Um, can I just actually say one more? Because mine's a very superficial one. I would probably be really good at the piano if I could, because I can play the piano, but I'd love to be like absolutely amazing at the piano. Yeah, okay. I'll... Also, Charlotte is a really good singer, so she doesn't need to improve. Oh, thanks, Al. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, next question is directed at me. What is my favourite beer? I would say probably a Heine. A Heineken, to those who don't know what a Heine is. <laughs> Um, a bottom for some people. <laughs> a what? A bottom. Heine. Yeah, it is. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but from draft, I would say Moretti or British London Pride. Okay, that was quick. Thirsty now. <laughs> <laughs> if your armpits had to smell like one type of food for the rest of your life, what would it be? I was <laughs> um, desperate to answer this one. What are you going to say, Al? Well, actually, baking bread. I don't know about other shops, but there's a local Sainsbury's near me. Oh my God, I know that one. I love the smell of that In one. In the mornings, mm. they've just made their croissants and bread and it just smells unbelievable. You know, they don't make it there. They're just well, heating up. Yeah, Whatever, well, it smells good. Yep. <laughs> it's cook, cooking bread. <laughs> cooking carbohydrates. <laughs> um, so yes, I think I would like to smell that for the rest of my life under my arm. <laughs> you might get sick of it <laughs> yeah that'll put you off bread but that's a good diet <laughs> Charlotte I think mine again like I feel like I might get sick of mine but I'm going to say it um, vanilla essence I love vanilla I know that it's quite a sickly smell to some people but I really love the smell of vanilla maybe not a really strong one but just quite a subtle it's just so sweet I've got a sweet tooth you know I do and I like the smell of sweet things Alana do you want to go because I still haven't thought of one pizza Pizza bits? No way. <laughs> I just love the smell of pizza. But then I thought, well, actually, after about day three, I'm going to start feeling really nauseous of my own armpits. So bread is a good one, baked bread. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go with pizza. Pizza pits. <laughs> You're going to go with pizza bits. <laughs> bits. This, that's what this episode should be called. <laughs> pizza bits. Oh, I've got one. Sorry, guys. I've just thought of one. I am going to go with fried onions and garlic. What? You're Fri- joking. Garlic and onions. <laughs> That's basically the smell of B.O. Yeah. <laughs> no. That is mental. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> is You're it mad. garlic? Garlic, then. Garlic fried, fried garlic. You mean butter? <laughs> No, like fried garlic. You are, you've literally lost your mind if you think that's a good thing for your pits to smell. Just, you like to smell of garlic for the rest of your life. Also, <laughs> the smell of frying garlic. You is and Alex delicious. as a combo, it's like garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Oh my God, that's brilliant. I'm never, we're never going to live that down, are we? Yeah, that's a twin thing, garlic. is there anything you wouldn't talk about with each other no no that's pretty quick answer i think we're pretty open yeah i would as well i would say there are some topics that i would like urge on the sensitive side not bringing up vegan again but um, i'll take you down if you bring that up (laughs) 
But no, I think I, I, it's literally nothing off out of bounds, is it? Alana, are you quite, you're a pretty open person as well, aren't you? Yeah, I definitely didn't used to be as open as I am now. But now I actually just really enjoy like not having any inhibitions when it comes to talking about things. Do you yeah, talk good. about like um, pooing and farting? And I do find it really off-putting. I agree. I mean, I, I wouldn't. Obviously, it's fine, um, and you can be comfortable with someone. But I don't really, I don't really feel a need to talk about that kind of stuff. Like, it's not like it's like an embarrassing thing. It's just like, I don't. It's not something I particularly feel like I need to talk about. No, fair enough. I mean, everyone's different. I mean, I literally no filter. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no filter. <laughs> okay, last question. What's the most spontaneous thing you've done? I'm going to go first and just say skydive. Going to be pretty. Did you not pre-book then? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I feel like I feel like spontaneous is literally when you're just like, I'm I doing it! Yeah, I feel like spontaneous isn't a skydive that you've been had booked for weeks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's just how I interpret oh, it. I'm in a plane. Should I just jump out? <laughs> yeah, that I wouldn't actually encourage. I think maybe the spontaneous thing was booking the sky. Well, you just suddenly you just like fuck it, I'm going to do it, and then you booked it. So you could say booking a skydive. Okay, I think you're reading into these questions. That's how I was Google spontaneity, <laughs> and it ain't skydiving. Pre-booked skydiving. Well, I know you have to book about three months in advance to get a slot. Okay. Well, on that note, I'm dying to hear what you guys have to say. So. Charlotte, what's no, yours? I actually don't really have one. I'm, I, I, I'm again hashtag lazy pitch hashtag vanilla hashtag. I'm pretty unfucking spontaneous. I'm not a very spontaneous person actually. I kind of I like pre-planned fun. I'm the same, but I don't shy away from a little spontaneous skinny dip. You know, on holiday in the sea. Yeah, I do love a little skinny dip. You feel so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all we're all like hoping Alana. I think you got you're going to have a good one because you're quite a spontaneous person, aren't you? Mine actually gives me nightmares still thinking about it. When I was 19, I got very drunk in Camden and I just decided on a whim to cut all my hair off, short and spiky. (laughs) (laughs) Yourself? No, in a hair salon. But it was, oh my God, it was awful. Absolutely awful. Do you remember? And it was at the time. Do you remember when the Spice Girls broke up and their sporty spice had like that (laughs) short, spiky hair? I looked bang on trend. I was on trend, but it just, it wasn't a good look. Sorry, Sporty Spice. It just it was awful. And then the next morning when I woke up and I'd kind of sobered up, I remember my mum looked and was like, oh my God, what have you done? What have you done? Because all the gel and everything had kind of like dissolved. So it was just this massive biff. And she was, <laughs> and then she said, I looked like Beavis and Butthead. And I really did. It was awful. <laughs> awful you must have it you must have a picture yeah you need we need i don't honestly no it was a time before social media which is so lucky that they don't exist but i wore a baseball hat for about six months to try and grow it out (laughs) i really can't deal with that (laughs) so yeah that was uh that's repeated that's spontaneous yeah so to wrap up this section one of emily's closest friends sarah wrote in her and emily always had this debate and emily was the queen of would you rather so the question is would you rather watch your parents have sex or have your parents watch you have sex? Uh, yeah, for me, actually, I found this one super easy. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I would way rather them watch me have sex. But, but only because, like, you know, my spooning is pretty, like, subtle. We could just be sleeping. 
<laughs> but you're not. <laughs> but we're not. But just to what I think, you know, you could make it so PG. I just couldn't watch my pet. Like, literally, that is a no-go. So anything other than that would be okay with me. You're basically like some kind of, like exhibitionist <laughs> you want them to watch you your own parents sicko okay want them to watch me is slightly wrong charlotte i'm assuming you've got a different answer i do actually i would have i would watch them rather than them watch me i mean either way is repulsive so I'm, i can't it's really a rock and a hard place isn't it but i would have to go for the watching them because i think they would probably be on the kind of trying to make it relatively pg i don't think they're going to be doing alana's like favorite bucking bronco move <laughs> Alana? I'm going to go with Charlotte and watch. <laughs> we can watch together. <laughs> the married couple. <laughs> yeah, holding hands, watching our parents. So. Eating vegan snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually agree with my twinny. I would rather mum and dad watch me, and that is a very weird sentence to say. <laughs> I don't think I need to explain either. No, I don't need to justify it. It's just, yeah, I'd rather that then they can think about it for the rest of their lives. <laughs> so we've come to the end, not only of episode nine, but of the series. Well done, guys. And thanks, Alana, for helping us out with the last two episodes. I thought it would be a nice finish if we could all say one word to how you're feeling having recorded these last two episodes. So who wants to go first? Charlotte. It's probably a bit cliche, but I'm going to say it anyway, cathartic. Because it was something that I was, in all honesty, like quite dreading. And listening to Emily's voice has been lovely and hearing our interactions and just like doing this last one as well, the laughing has been really nice. So I think it's been like, I was I was, I was, was in two minds about going into this whole thing and it's really 100% been a really positive step for me personally in my grieving journey. Alice, do you have one? So I would say proud because I'm not very good at putting myself out there, but I've done it for my sisters and Emily, most importantly now. And I just, I feel proud and I hope she does too. Great. And Alana? I think it's been healing. Just being able to get comfortable listening to Emily's voice over this time has felt really, yeah, it's felt really healing because again, as I was saying before, kind of shying away and not speaking about the person and not confronting any of their memories. Um, in my experience, it sort of can come back to bite you at later date. I feel proud of all of you sisters as well for doing this because, you know, it's not easy to talk about grief, really, especially at such an early stage. And I, my word would be lighter simply because I have struggled in this last year to talk about Emily and what's happened and it's really it's forced me to do that and I am proud but I do feel lighter too. So a couple of final words. Firstly we all want to say a massive thank you to our listeners. Your support means so much more than you think and we truly, from the bottom of our hearts, appreciate it. And secondly, the track play throughout this series is a song specially created by Emily's good friend and musician Rosie Hopkins. 
Emily fell in love with Rose's music years ago and it consequently blossomed into a great friendship. The song is called The Tree. In memory of the tree on Clapham Common, they often met up at. It means everything to us, her creating such a beautiful song in honour of our sister. Thank you, Rosie, from all of us. Emily would have loved it. It's available on Spotify and all other major listening platforms. Thanks so much for listening to Sisters Uncensored. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and share with all your friends. Mm -hmm.